Hey guys, and welcome back to another series of the boring shit you need to know in business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'm excited because this series, there's going to be more topics, more conversation, and some amazing business owners to share this time with. So let's jump in. Thanks for joining me for this episode. With the end of the financial year right upon us, and the new year right in front of us, it's always a great opportunity to take some time to review where we've come from over the last year and to learn how to handpick where we're going to expend such valuable energy as business owners going into the new year. I say valuable because whilst the notion of running our own business initially gives us a sense of freedom when we first start out, we know how knee deep we can be in just getting things done to keep the business going. And I can tell you, and I know you know this, it's exhausting. So to really make our time count, we need to work out where we should be focusing this valuable resource of our time to ensure that our business is optimized. And one of the best ways to do this is to spend some time reviewing our numbers in our business. I know I say this a lot, but bear with me as I want to explain in detail how the numbers in your business will flush out exactly where you should be spending your time. Whether you're a service or product-based business, the premise is still the same. The thing about your numbers is this is the one thing in your business where there is no gray area. It's not run by algorithms. It's not subjective in the interpretation. And it's certainly not reliant upon the opinion of others. The number results are the results. Simple black and white. Simple one plus one mentality. And what do I mean by this? One plus one will always equal two. It's actually why I do what I do. To me, it makes the most sense. And it's why I provide support and training to other businesses to see their numbers in the same way. You see, whilst every business owner can add one plus one to equal two, the disconnect that I see so often is with the story around this two and the story that this number two or this result is giving them about the inputs of one plus one. And this is where the information in your numbers is the most valuable to you. See, no gray area. And because there is no gray area at all, you have the best chance at using this information to create abundance in your business, the success of it, if you will. So whilst I seem like a broken record, knowing your numbers is really key to understanding which areas of your business provide the most abundance, where you should be spending your valuable time, and how you can interpret what you can do with the rest of the business that you've created. So how can we do this? All that you need is actually at your fingertips. It's your financial numbers, like your revenue, your sales information, your costs. You have everything you need to do this. You don't need a fancy program or even an online one to get what you need from these numbers. Because the reality is that even if you do have an online financial system, or an off-the-shelf product like Zero or Myob, you're probably likely to do an exercise like this 
on a good old fashioned spreadsheet like Excel. The focus on performing this task is actually to find out just what areas of your business are the most profitable to you. It doesn't just sit as a consolidated figure on your profit and loss if you sell multiple products or services. It's actually a culmination of the information from your profit and loss, also the way you have set your profit and loss up for reporting, and whether you've captured every cost associated with the individual products or services and reported them in a particular way. I've spoken about setting up our reporting for success before, and the key ingredient being visibility. Having as much detail at the input stage as possible reduces having to sort through the information later. And it's important not only improving the efficiency in which you can get the results you need, but it actually also saves your sanity when the volume of information is greater that you have to sift through. You see, if you set your chart of accounts in your business up to be detailed, when you're actually inputting even one piece of financial information into your system, you can do so deliberately so as to ensure that it lands in the right account, telling you the right thing about your business at the beginning of that process, not sifting through loads of information to find the detail you actually require to make any decision at a later stage. I have seen many, and I mean many, profit and loss statements in small business with multiple products or services where their revenue account is simply titled sales. One account with all the sales in it. There is so much opportunity lost here. You see, if you had one account that was titled sales and you are forced to make an assessment of where to spend your advertising dollars to maximize the quickest return for your business, which product or service would you choose to advertise based on the information you got from your sales account? At a glance, you probably couldn't decide. Not accurately anyway. You may have a feel for your business. You may think you know which areas you should invest your money in, but you couldn't do it accurately. So most business owners continue to just push the brand without understanding the impact here. I've worked with businesses that have got this part so wrong. They feel as though they know the areas of their business that are thriving and therefore they want to reinvest in it only to find out when they run the numbers that they are so wrong that that may not have been the business that they should have been pushing. It's such an important concept to understand because just pushing the brand without understanding the overall impact could cause all sorts of problems. Now I ask you, if you created multiple sales accounts, each clearly indicating the individual services or products that you sell, and you were asked to make the exact same decision, you could review each of these accounts very quickly and make an assessment of where you need to spend your advertising dollars. Your figures may, in this instance, reveal that the service or product you spend most of your time on 
or dollars on getting ready for sale is the one that you've made the least amount of sales on. So you could choose to put your advertising dollars here. If you were finding that your cash flow was suffering and you need a strategy to bring more cash into the business, a review of your individual sales accounts may uncover the product or service with the greatest return on margin for your business. And then you can put your advertising dollars here to ensure that there's that immediate cash return upon sale. The combinations are actually endless when you have full visibility over the details of your numbers in your business. It is here that you can dissect the time versus effectiveness about your business. A lot of this will come down to not only sales, but the costs as well. So whilst I've made mention of developing a chart of accounts that has detailed sales accounts for you to populate, it would pay to do the same for your costs. And in particular, the direct costs or those costs that directly impact the sales of the individual items or services that you have on offer. This leads ultimately to the gross profit figure in your business. One rule of thumb when I'm talking with my clients about setting up their chart of accounts for success is to simply have a direct cost or cost of sales account that corresponds to any of these sales accounts, which are created based on the individual services or products that you may have. Let me give you an example. If I had a sales account titled Know Your Numbers Online Course, which is my online course for which I receive sales from, I would also set up a Know Your Numbers Online Course cost account, a direct cost account. That way, for every dollar I spent on getting my online course ready for sale, or simply every dollar I spent that related to my Know Your Numbers Online course, I would allocate there. This level of detail in my P&L will consistently tell me whether my Know Your Numbers Online course was profitable for me or not. Whilst my online course is an evergreen course that has already been developed, I still spend a lot of time nurturing the content contained within it to ensure that it remains relevant, to ensure that it's working for those who have the course and taking in some feedback from them. Also, making updates and adding bonus content where I can. That means that whilst all my initial costs are already sunk into the course, they've already been spent, understanding its profitability at this point in time will provide me with enough information to ascertain whether all this additional time that I continue to spend on my course is actually worth me taking time out from the other areas of my business. And whilst I may not jump to eliminate this from my business completely, if I found that it wasn't profitable or as profitable as other areas of my business, I certainly would be able to make the necessary and deliberate decisions on when and how to spend my time on it. And if the course wasn't doing as well and wasn't as profitable, it will provide me or these numbers will provide me with enough data financially to understand what I should or could be doing and how much more I may invest and what sort of return that will give me. But the key here is in the timing of it all. See, whilst I may want to jump right in 
to make my Know Your Numbers online course more profitable, if other areas of my business are deemed to be cash cows for my business, that is, that they're the ones bringing in the cash fluidly into my business without extra effort, if I shift my focus from those to try and change the outcome of my online course, I may find myself forgoing cash flow by redirecting my attention or my time. It's about balance, but it's also about clarity in the numbers and to ensure that the numbers are presented in a way that we can, as business owners, make those assessments about our products and services. And if we're time poor, or even if we just wish to improve efficiencies in our businesses, here it is for you in all its glory. It's that black and white, no messing around, no gray area. It's right there in front of you, a clear understanding. You can uncover so many things from understanding how to present your numbers correctly and just knowing what they all mean for your business beyond the superficial basic concept of this is my sale, so it's revenue and this is what it costs, so that's an expense. There is a story there. There are clear answers to the decisions you need to make and they're right there, right in the midst of it all. In all those numbers that as small business owners, we sometimes forget about, there lies the key to the successes in your business. Regardless of whether you're an international multinational company or a small business owner with a handful of products, the success that you want in your business is derived the exact same way. The methodologies are the same and you have everything you need right in front of you. So if you find yourself time poor, if you find that you're spreading yourself thin in trying to balance your business, if you're wanting to improve efficiencies or have money to invest in or on your business, you may even simply just be wanting better clarity for future decision-making in your business, get onto your numbers. They'll tell you everything you need to know and everywhere you need to put your valuable time. And if you aren't quite there yet, I have a great Know Your Numbers online course that will simplify and break down these processes for you to provide you with long lasting strategies that you will need for your business. If you do the work, if you lay the foundations, your numbers will tell you where to put that most valuable asset that you have as a business owner, and that is your time. So let's get our time right. Let's channel it into the areas of our business that are going to give us the best return. And you can do this by knowing your numbers. Thanks again for listening. And if you liked this, there is more where this came from and so much more to come. Be sure to subscribe to receive alerts of when new episodes will drop and to provide you with all the boring shit you need to know in business. I'm Amy. Let's chat again soon. And that's it, guys, for another episode of the boring shit you need to know about business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next time.